Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Jaguar Pride Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Acevedo, and today I have a guest with me, Miss Jade Kane. Please introduce yourself. Hi. <laughs> uh, kind of tell us about, you know, your academic background, you know, what extracurricular activities you're involved in, sports, anything like that. Um, well, I am really big on my grades, <laughs> so I work on that a lot. Um, I'm always trying to challenge myself, so I am in a lot of AP classes. Um, I do volleyball. I'm in Stugo. I'm actually student body president. Um, I also do interact and um, just anything I can help with here and there. Hmm. So you're very, you're very prideful and candid. I see that you're involved in a lot of things. Um, when it comes to uh, our, our campus. So kind of talk about, you know, uh, your background studio and how you kind of got into it. Uh, well, so I first started by uh, my freshman year. I was in graphic design and the teacher that teaches graphic design, Miss Kennedy, was also the teacher for Stugo. Mm. And um, she convinced me to do Stugo my sophomore year. And I loved it, even the little field trips that we did, all those little things. And I realized that I wanted to be a big leader and a big part of Stugo. And um, so I really pushed forward to being student body president. And what were some aspects that, that, you know, drove you and kept you there? You know, was it the interactions with the uh, KMU community? Was it like the different, you know, activities you guys got to participate in? What was kind of please elaborate on that? Um, well, I really liked the people in my student government. I did create a lot of new friends, especially out of Stugo, because I got to know them because they knew me. Mm. And I really enjoyed planning events and just being able to make students smile and me being able to show them how much pride I have in the school. Mm. And then eventually you took on the role of becoming president. And is this your first year as president? or Yes. Mm. So how are you grappling with that, with the responsibilities of uh, such a role? Um, right now, it's a bit difficult because we are online. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but I mean, it's been going pretty good. I do have a few responsibilities, like approving certain things, but nothing too big at the moment. Mm. And do you think, do you, see, uh, do you see that kind of changing once you come back from hybrid? Yes, I think I'd probably um, contribute a lot more. I'm trying to contribute as much as I can because mm. I feel that that is my role. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it will get a lot better. So you've been, just to clarify, you've been in, involved in Stugo for all three years so far, right? Just two. Oh, just two? Mm-hmm. So how do you think it's evolved between those two years? Um, well, I think now that people are juniors and um, our Stugo is getting better and better, like our funds are getting better, we're starting to get the hang of fundraising and planning our events and what our students like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Stugo is getting a lot more serious and responsible and we kind of know what we're doing. So I think um, this year and next year will probably be our best years yet. How have you guys been able? How uh, how have you guys been able to adapt to to everything that's been going on? You know, being online, being uh, quarantined, not being able able to interact with each other as much. Mm-hmm. So, where do you 
where do you see the adaptations or what do you, uh, what do you see, you know, Stugo doing to kind of, um, kind of, what's it called? To kind of adapt to that situation. Mm-hmm. Well, it is a very good thing that we're all close friends and there are a few freshmen, so we make sure to keep them involved. And probably the, with us adapting, we try to find new and creative ways to do things virtually. So, um, like, if we're doing Frenzy Fridays, we try to find different ways instead of just doing a Kahoot, like, find different games or just something that we think the students would enjoy. And um, we're, we're just trying to work around the clock. Like, we're actually getting a lot done because we have a lot more time. And right now we are planning for what we're going to do when hybrid happens because um, we will not have that class for hybrid. Have you found an increase in students since last year or has it been more uh, increasing or maintaining? It's, it's kind of just being steady. Not many students have been joining or just mostly just students who have remained in the club. Oh, we have definitely increased. Um I believe last year we had like 20 to 30 students and now we have around 40. So um, we have a big Stugo. I'm, I'm sure it will help us in the long run when it comes to decorating and planning certain things. So. And wh- why do you think you saw that increase? Do you think Stugo now has become more prominent in our school that it's, it's, it's led to you know, more students kind of noticing it? Or is it kind of something else? Where do you see, where do you see that increase coming from? Uh, yeah, I think the increase is just people wanting to contribute into the school and showing their pride. And um, we do get a lot of responsibilities around the school, but it's very fun. And a lot of people that go into Stugo um, know that it's a, although it could be a very time consuming class, it is fun to be with friends and it's fun to be able to make sure that our high school years are the best. So speaking of which, um, how have you think you've personally changed or adapted? Cause you are, you a junior currently. How do you think you've adapted since freshman year to now? Um, I, I'm still trying to get the hang of time management doing time management correctly. Yeah. But um, other than that, I've been doing a lot better with making sure that I'm challenged. I know freshman year, I really doubted myself on where I fit in. Mm. And now I know that um, I know what I want to do. And I know that um, me continuously challenging myself will make me better in the end. Mm. Absolutely. Um, is there anything new that you've learned, like, you know, a new experience that you've encountered that's really changed your perspective on certain things? Um, probably just my attitude. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people that they don't, they don't really think high school is fun, but I really think it's the way you think about it. Mm, So I've, um... I've always tried to keep a positive attitude and I've learned that the more positive I am about the school, the happier I become while Absolutely. attending school. So definitely. Cause I know that I know that personally, I, my freshman year, I was super, super depressed because mm-hmm. I know I didn't, I didn't have many friends and mm-hmm. I didn't many, I didn't really encounter many people 
who really want to have a lasting relationship with me. Um, so it was kind of difficult at the time to, you know, stay cheery and uppy about school, even though I was, I was doing well academically. Um, but that social aspect is kind of where I was, where I found myself, you know, lacking. But I think right. nowadays, um, especially, you know, through these past few years, I've learned that, you know, I, I don't necessarily, it's not that I don't need friends. I just don't, it doesn't have to be a, an immediate thing. You know, you can build relationships throughout your, your high school career and you can learn to, you know, kind of be more independent because being independent, I think nowadays has become a lacking attribute that students have kind of lost because everybody needs to be a part of a clique. Everybody feels the need to be, to fit in, mm-hmm. to build connections immediately. But nowadays, I think that you, you can hold off on that. You should focus on your primary goals, which is to survive high school and, you know, to make sure you're getting, you know, sufficient grades so that then you can find yourself free to do honestly whatever you want and build those connections super easily um, in your future, in your future life past high school. Yeah, I agree. Um, I definitely freshman year, not a lot of people knew me. (laughs) I was brand new to the district. Um, uh, I'm kind of far so I got an invariance to go to Canyon View so mm. everything was very new to me but um yeah junior year I learned that I only need a few close friends even mm. that I am still friendly to everyone because I mean why not it's, it's nice to have a good time during high school <laughs> yeah and um so yeah I realized that not I don't have to be best friends with everybody and Absolutely. Everyone is just trying to do their own thing and figure out who they are. And did you meet those friends through class, whether uh, it be like, you know, starting classes with them or like in clubs like Stugo? Like, how did you meet those people? Uh, Some of my closest friends are probably in Stugo and volleyball. Hmm. And speaking of which, um, how has volleyball been going for you? I know that you've been doing it. You've been doing it for a while now. So how do you? How do you see, you know, change because of quarantine or COVID? But also, you know, what do you enjoy about volleyball? Mm-hmm. Um, volleyball has been pretty good this year. Um, there's been a bit of a change with volleyball, and I'm trying to adapt to it. Mm. But um, with the whole COVID situation, it, it does make playing a little bit more difficult. But I'm more grateful that I can play mm. instead of just sitting around and just being on my computer all day. (laughs) But um, yeah, uh, this year I'm mostly focusing on working harder and um, getting better for next year Hmm. and just working on like mechanics and little things. And how have you been able to balance your, you know, sports career with, you know, your academics and your educational and online education? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I try... I get better every year at it, (laughs) but so this year I tried to use all of my time that I have for school because now we have classes that are about two hours long. So I at least try to get all of my thoughts about that subject into those two hours. So then I won't have to worry about it when it comes to volleyball or if I'm falling behind, I'll bring my Chromebook to games and see if there's anything that I could do or... Um, I take time out of certain days to finish things, whether it's waking up early or staying up later. And do you think volleyball being, it'll be, you know, that'll be easier to grapple with once you come back from hybrid or come back to hybrid? Yes, I do think it'd probably be better 
because it's hard to find motivation when you're sitting in the same spot and not really doing anything, looking Absolutely. at a screen for two hours. <laughs> and speaking of which, you know, I know that online learning has been kind of uh, something to, you know, deal with and like a very strange, you know, situation that we're all in. But uh, do you personally enjoy uh, online learning or do you dislike it? And if not, why? There are some aspects that I do like about online learning, but there's also some sucky things about it. (laughs) So um, the nice things are that I get to sleep in and I don't necessarily have to get ready or like look nice for a camera, Mm. I think. Um, but the sucky thing is that, um, it's hard to stay engaged during my classes. Mm. So, um, I don't know. There are some classes where I could feel myself kind of, um, dissociating myself from the lesson or anything. Mm. So that's probably the thing I miss the most. And actually being able to talk to certain people in my class. Yeah. So, um, how you, so you found it harder to engage in your classes? Yes. <laughs> May I ask why? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty much a very like visual learner, and I'm big mm-hmm. on participating in things. The more I participate, the more I think I'll learn better. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's kind of hard to participate when you're online and it's also kind of weird (laughs) so you have to like (laughs) unmute and then someone can interrupt you or Mm. raising your hand seems kind of awkward (laughs) it seems it seems kind of redundant considering you just type in chat you know the answer you just click a a button that you know alerts the teacher and lets you know that you know you're, you're raising your hand or something so i see i definitely see your point there right um i think i think that I'm kind of in the middle in terms of online learning because I see that I see the merits of it. I don't know why we're doing it, obviously, mm-hmm. but I think it, it's going to be really difficult. It's been difficult for students to adjust, and I, know, I see a lot of people, you know, lacking in certain things. I see lack of participation. I see um, a lack of, you know, engaging, as you had said. Um, and I think that it's it's been tough for a lot of people, especially myself, to to grapple to it. But I think I've adapted well. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially it's been kind of, uh, I know it's been, a lot of people are kind of middling or very disagree, disagreeing about the three class prospect where we have three classes um, for one that, that equate to one semester. Mm-hmm. And then we have, we switch different classes and it's kind of, it's, it's kind of difficult because I know people who are definitely capable of the six classes. And then I know people who aren't so capable of this as classes. So where do you sit on that and why? Um, personally, I think the three classes is the easiest way to go. I mean, this situation is already difficult enough. And I feel that having six classes would just stress people out mm. a ton. And um, yeah, I don't, I think the six classes, like me, I remember when we first started doing it, when the school first shut down sophomore year, um, I was having a really hard time keeping up with some of my classes. Cause you know, there, sometimes there's like those emails or those assignments that you don't see yeah. and like you forget about those assignments or anything. 
So I think the three classes is better, and then it helps me focus on those classes specifically. So, um, for example, right now I'm taking AP Lang and Comp, and personally I feel that that my weakness is writing and all of those things. So um, I challenged myself, and I want myself to get better at writing. So I'm um, executing a lot more in that class, and um, I'm just letting myself learn more. Mm. Absolutely. Um, so kind of touching on a different subject, uh, what have you been kind of, you know, doing to maintain yourself during quarantine? Uh, what hobbies, hobbies have you taken, you know, action in? Is there anything unique that you've been kind of experiencing during quarantine? Please, you know, let us mm-hmm. know. Um, I, I don't really do too much. Um, I do make sure that I spend a lot of family time with my family. Mm. So, um, whether it's like movie nights or board games, card games, I always make sure to surround myself around family as well as friends. Um, I have, I've tried to work out (laughs) more. (laughs) I have been working out more often. Um, I paint a little bit, but ever since school has started, it's been a little bit more difficult to keep on doing those things. Mm. But uh, what do you enjoy about painting? Um, I really just like how calming it is, and when I listen to music, I don't know, it's just um, it lets my mind roam free. Interesting. Um, so because I know that I know that in terms of the working out part, I definitely know I know the feeling. Um, <laughs> Because I, I see, I started doing it uh, this summer, mm-hmm. and I know that working out, it's been on a hard, I know for, for a lot of, I think almost everyone, it's hard to fully immerse yourself in the experience of, of getting up and, and doing doing activities that are, you know, going to gonna help your body more. And it's, it's mostly just the mindset of putting in the effort and putting in the time. Right. And I think I started doing it, I started doing it this summer, officially dedicating myself to it, um, 50 push-ups, 50 sit-ups every day, because I didn't have... I didn't have the um, the privilege of having a, a gym near me, right. and all the gym, the gyms were closed down at the moment. So mm-hmm. I, mean, I took a, I took initiative of, of working out, um, and I've used that kind of that summer to work on myself. And I know even during quarantine, uh, it's been it's been difficult for some people to do that. But I usually kind of use I use I usually take the time by myself to focus on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I definitely see the importance of staying with family, and absolutely I made sure to do that. Um, or not take that for granted, definitely. Um, but have you kind of taken time to focus on yourself and have you been able to, you know, kind of see more things in yourself I haven't seen before? Um, yeah, I, th- this year I've specifically dedicated to working on myself. So um, especially for volleyball, I, um, I know my sophomore year, it was the first varsity year, so I made sure that... I focused on the team and making the team get better. And this year I'm mostly focusing on how I could make myself better and how I could make myself feel more confident in my playing. And even when it comes to working out, not only does it make um, like your body look good, but it also makes yourself feel good and feel more healthy. And I think it will make better habits of me taking care of myself. So drinking more water, eating more healthy foods, um, just things like that. And do you do you feel good now that you've taken that time? Uh, yeah, I feel a lot better. 
Um, some days are harder. I feel more like, like sometimes I just want to lay in bed all day or whatever. But um, those days start to decrease a lot more and more the more I progress and uh, just keep working. And when you come across those days, how do you handle that? Um, I just remind myself that having those types of days are okay and uh, that there's always a new day the next day. And um, sometimes it's good to take those kind of mental days of feeling low and to just evaluate on how you could do better next time. Absolutely. Um, it's kind of on a different topic. We are coming on, on uh, fall break mm-hmm. soon. And uh, are you excited about that? Are you looking forward to that? Um, what do you plan on kind of indulging yourself in fall break if you feel, if you feel comfortable? <laughs> um, I'm actually really excited about fall break. Um, I think it'd be a good transition, and I'm also really excited for my next three classes, so I think it gives me time to prepare, and, um, I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna hang out with friends, um, I have a wedding that I'm going to, actually, so, yes, I'll be going there, and, um, I think my family is planning a trip to go to Sedona, maybe, we have different plans, but um, probably just spend time with friends and family as much as I can before hybrid. Mm. And then what are you looking forward in, in terms of hybrid? Um, I'm really looking forward to actually being in class. <laughs> mm. So um, especially with the classes that I'm taking, my three classes are actually the ones that I'm looking forward to the most. So um, I'm taking, like, psychology, um, pre-calc, and forensic science. So um, I think those classes are a lot better when I'm in person, and I'm really excited that I get to do that. And have they kind of, have they informed you what the content of the class, of those different classes will be? Or are you still kind of waiting for, for them to inform you about that? Um, I have a few friends that talk to me about that. Um, I haven't really heard a lot about psychology, but pre-calc is a lot of just, um, you know, making sure that everyone is on the same page of what we're learning. And forensic science, um, he's actually one of my volleyball coaches. Yeah, yeah, he's my volleyball coach. And um, he talked to me a little bit about... um, us just figuring out um, different things and, um, I don't know, just figuring out what forensic is, mostly. Is there anything you're looking forward to towards the end of the year or towards later on this year, whether it be, you know, 2021 or maybe towards the end of the school year? Mm-hmm. Um, probably my birthday. <laughs> I'm turning 17 in November. It's actually going to be on Thanksgiving this year. So I'll be able to see a lot more family than usual. And um, I don't know. Now that I'm older, I just love celebrating specific things like my birthday with my friends and family. I wish I had that. Because <laughs> um, I know I have my family, obviously, to come to come celebrate. Mm-hmm. But I... I 
still have no friends. <laughs> I can safely tell you I have no friends. Um, so do you really cherish those experiences when they come to you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I I really believe that the high school experience should be balanced with school and just living life. Um, I really think that a lot of people take school for granted. So either mm. they spend too much time with friends and they don't worry about school or they spend too much time on school and they regret not being able to have those fun experiences that they can look back at. And we're almost seniors. So where do you see, where do you see yourself, you know, pursuing past high school? Um, I would really like to go to college. Um, I'm pretty sure only one person in my family has graduated from college. So um, I'd really like to go to college and be a role model to my younger siblings to just show that they can do anything they dream of. And do you see yourself, what kind, what kind of profession do you see yourself in, if you feel comfortable telling us? Um, right now, I'm looking at uh, criminology and forensic psychology. I've always been interested in it, but I've never really executed myself. And later this year, I realized that um, I'd really, I'd really like to go into that field and explore it. What, uh, what about that field attracts you towards it? Um, mostly just being able to um, help humanity and learning how different people think. I think it's really um, like bad guys usually. Um, they think differently, and sometimes their actions um, sometimes their actions lead to horrible things. And I'd really like to figure out why they do that and how we can make sure that um, the cases of bad people decrease. Absolutely. I think that's, I think that's a very, that's a very admirable, you know, field to jump mm -hmm. into. Um, cause I know that, I know that definitely you don't just wake up one day thinking, Hey, I'm going to go do this <laughs> and that. It's always something that builds up towards it, you know, whether it be when you're young or when there, the experiences you've, you've encountered. So I definitely, I think that's something great. That's, um, something to get into. Mm -hmm. Have you found any colleges particularly to, that we're thinking of going to, to, uh, to specifically study that? Um, so my top two right now are UT, so University of Texas, and I've always loved that school, whether it comes to, um, like, their pride, their volleyball program, um, but they do also have a criminology field there, and um, I was also thinking of Penn State, which is a lot harder to get into. But um, Penn State is number one in criminology and forensics, and it's really close to Washington, D.C., so I could, get, um, I could get more experience if I go there. And also, it's a very different atmosphere than Arizona, so I'd like to experience a different weather or maybe, like, actually have four different seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I've um I've kind of been torn on that. I, I haven't really decided whether I'm gonna stay in Arizona. Or, or mm -hmm. I've been I've been split on the idea because really, what I'm looking for, I think it'd be great. It'd be great to experience something new outside of outside of you know where I am mm -hmm. now, and really really get the full college experience. 
but I can also get that here and still be close to family if they need me. So I'm still I'm still kind of split on yeah. that. Yeah, um, I really enjoy like seeing my family and all those ta- all those things. But um, I'm really big on traveling and adventure, and I really think that um, me starting off new. I mean, I I started off new at Canyon View, and it's led me to major success. So I really think if I um, really execute myself out there and try new things, it I can accomplish a lot. What's your favorite thing about Canyon View? Um, I really just love the pride that we have, and I really love all the opportunities that it's given me. One of the first things that I looked at was the opportunities and how much um, Canyon View just um, represented themselves. So uh, although, like, we are the underdogs at some times and at some points, um, <laughs> our students and our staff and everyone has made sure that to prove everyone wrong and that we, we get better every year and that we keep getting better and just that we're the change and we're innovative and we have pride and all those things and that we can really change the world and the school system. What do you think Canyon View could possibly improve on, whether it be as a school or academics or education? What do you see, you know, us improving? Um, I'm not really sure. <laughs> um, I think it would be cool if we could have a lot more students attend Canyon View. I know um, a lot of people already try to get into Canyon View, and it's been really hard lately. And... I don't know, maybe if we had a bigger campus or um, it'd be nice if we had a lot more volleyball courts. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, mostly that. And then, I don't know, Justin, just keep on improving. Sometimes we're at that all-time low and we think that the other schools in the districts are like better than us. But I think that if we keep improving and we keep executing and we don't give up on um, on the things that we've established at the school, then we could really we could really make something. Absolutely. Um, so feel free to take your take your time with this question, mm-hmm. but um, what are some of your favorite moments from the past three years? From the past three years, <laughs> or two years. Let's see, freshman year, I think dances were very even, like the formal dances, like the spring, Mm. spring formal, those really um, were different for me. I came from a school that only had uh, 30, 30 people. My eighth grade class only had 30 people. So going to a dance, and something like that was really different, and I really enjoyed it. That's good to know. I mean, were they were they very active and you know very very you know open? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's good. That's <laughs> go ahead. Uh, like, I don't know. I just it was a different experience, 
and I felt like I could be myself even with a room full of people and we all got to experience the same moment. And that's good to know because I've never been, I've considered going to a few of them, but I, I never went through <laughs> I just, either I had to go with someone or I had to go with some friends. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, it's just, I think the last dance, I don't know, I think because personally the last dance I went to, last real dance, I kind of just ended up sitting there for like half an hour and then going home. So I don't know, I just. Yeah, um, I, could, I could see that. There's a lot of people where they think it could be boring, but honestly, it's, it's your decision whether you want to have a fun night or not. So even there was uh, this one girl and me and her, we weren't on best terms and we went to the dance and having such a good time that like forgave each other and we became really close friends after that. And yeah, we just relived the same moment and we had a good time and uh, separated the things that happened in the past. So please continue. Uh, what else was kind of some of your favorite moments? Um, moments? Sophomore year, the pink out game. I absolutely loved the mm. pink out game. Uh, I ended up going late because of a volleyball game that I had, but it was still probably one of the best days of my life. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, so we scary. really, um, we really showed people who we were that game. Um, yeah, I remember. I remember uh, filming that day, uh, the game, and I turn around. I just see. I just remember recording that moment, and I'm so glad. <laughs> I recorded that yeah, moment. I mean, it was it was really something. Um, and also, probably, I loved my whole varsity season, sophomore year. I mean, I really, um, mm. I really strived and flourished through that season I don't think I've ever been so so happy (laughs) and um just having those games being able to play with the team and being able to play at such a great level um it was it was amazing and I remember us um getting the first trophy in in our trophy case for the school because of a tournament that we that we won and just the feeling of accomplishment was spectacular I mean I will never forget those memories of playing playing with my family basically they they are my family so how does it feel how do you see yourself interacting with these different clubs because I know you're you're on a few Mm -hmm. different things obviously um, so, you know, what, what lured you or what, what allowed you to open yourself up? Because I know that Canadian was something that was new to you originally, as we had said. Um, so, you know, what, what pushed you out of your comfort zone and getting into, you know, those different mm-hmm. interactive clubs? Um, well, freshman year, I used to be like a little shy and um, I kept myself in my comfort zone. And I learned that to be a leader, I needed to be uncomfortable and to accomplish the things that I wanted, I needed to try new things and see how, even if I didn't like it, that'd be okay. And um, that 
high school is really about finding out who you are and what you want to be. And I think trying everything, at least, um, is the greatest way to do it. Absolutely. And is there anything unique that you've learned as a leader? Um, I think learning as a leader um, is accepting that it's okay to serve someone else. So um, it's very big. Like leaders, sometimes they may come off as, um, I don't know, like self-conceited or their ego may seem very big. But the greatest leaders are the people that serve for their followers and that um, do anything in their mind to make sure that their followers are happy. Absolutely. I think one of the key key aspects of being a leader is, you know, billing, being willing to, you know, let others mm-hmm. be the leader at some point, be the ones to, you know, take charge as well. Because by doing that, you show that you're not, you're not, you don't need to be in control. You can let others right. take hold. And I think another essential thing is being, being able to really, you know, unite people. I think allowing being a leader is essentially being the head of the game because you need to be able to Mm -hmm. unite and group. And by doing that, you show that you're able to communicate and and build with different people. I think that's just a really unique thing about being, being, you know, essentially a leader. And, um, I'm like, for example, I'm not going to be student body president forever. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) it's nice to teach someone else how to lead and show show certain followers or maybe younger leaders um how i did it and make sure that they're they are inspired and they want to do the same things that i did and what would you say to them who would want to be in your position what would you say to the people who would like to be in your position now what Um, advice would you give to them i just say Really, never give up. Never, always focus on yourself and what you want to do. You always want to listen to others. Um, you always want to listen to others. Don't give up, and just keep executing. Always put in a hundred and ten percent effort. Absolutely. So, where do you see yourself in the next? Ten years. Let's say. Uh, next ten years. Um. Honestly, I'm I'm a very sporadic person. I'm not one of those people. I hmm. I don't really like doing the same thing every day. So, I'm just hoping in the next ten years I could see me being happy and uh, still being positive about my life and still trying new things. Absolutely. And for new students coming into Canterview, how would you, or people who are looking into coming to Canterview, what would you think would be the standout to tell to them? Um, I think the standout would just be our community. I mean, I am so honored to be able to be in the Canyonview community. We, I feel that since, um, since we never really had upperclassmen or things like that, we were able to have a bond like no other school 
and you know everyone knows each other everyone um everyone is together when it comes to celebrating Canyon View and um our community only gets bigger and it only gets stronger And do you see yourself, you know, coming back, like, once you graduate to, you know, visit or, or you know, reflect? Uh, yeah, I think it would be nice to just come and say hi. <laughs> I mean, I've been there. I've pretty much, I mean, Canyon View was, like, my second home at one point. I, I would go there at maybe, like, 7.45 every morning, and I wouldn't go home till 7.45 at night. Absolutely, I do feel that there's there's a there's something that's it's as, it's as if it has its own gravitational pull, where it keeps you it keeps you there once you go and and I know there are some days where I haven't left you know until very late because I'm just very I'm very indoctrinated into the into the Canview community. I know that it's a very special place to go. It's a very unique experience to have, especially in your younger years where you it's essentially again a, a modeled after college campus. Everything's very professional. Mm-hmm. Everything's very unique. And you really learn, you learn things here that I don't think you right. learn at other schools. I think that's a very special, special part of that. Yeah. And just the, just the fact of knowing that I could help and staying those extra hours, knowing that I can make a difference in the school, um, I'll take it. Like, I'll, I do it every day. I mean, it's better than, I personally believe it's better than, just sitting at home, you know, scrolling through social media or anything else. All right, so we're kind of wrapping up on time here. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Anything you'd like to, you know, inform anyone about? Let us know. Let the audience know. Um, I mean, <laughs> not really. I'm just excited to see everyone, and I hope this year keeps going as smoothly and keeps getting better as it is. That's good. Well, thank you all for listening to the Jaguar Pride Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Tony Acevedo, with the guest Gabe Kane.